Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. It's your girl Kimbo here. <laughs> Cultivate Kimbo in the motherfucking building. Oh, with a K. Good? With, with a, K. a K. Not to be cur- <laughs> not to be confused with them Kardashian hoes, because fuck that. Hey guys, it's Becky. <laughs> Hi, it's the degenerate co-host. Come on now. Clocking <laughs> in bright and early. It's another wake and bake episode, guys. Um, How do you feel with these episodes? I love it. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's funny because I feel like I see a different side of you in the morning. Like really? you're a little bit, you're not that much, but you're a little bit more subdued. Like you're I not, just woke up. Like the Kimbo hasn't fully been activated yet. I'm a little bit more chill. And like me, well, I would probably be on the same level, but since I have the girls, mm. I'm getting up at like 6.30 and I... I have a routine, I do my thing, and then I'm able to like do a, knock a few things off my to-do list. And right. I came over and I'm like ready to go, you know. Yep. <laughs> Cuz you guys, I I'm a t- I'm the type that I and I've been this way since even before college. Uh I like I get in my creative bag like at midnight, like 1 mm-hmm. in the morning, 2 in the morning, like what is that co- hour called? The Midnight hour, the the witching hour, the witching bitch. hour. <laughs> Are you a witch? I am. <laughs> a good witch, that. though. A good witch. A good witch. Yeah, a sickening witch. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I am up late being productive, and I like to like get things done. So. Yeah, but I mean, but I am still getting up at a, like, I, I need it. That's my problem. You're not, not sleeping, sleeping enough. I know, I know, I know. But I took some sickening naps this weekend. I That's did. That's good. I took some sickening naps. Um, you need to schedule naps in your day, I feel like. For as busy yeah, as you are, I know, you need I know. to, and you're not a napper during the because, day, you know during what, the work day. Because you know why? My naps are not short. They're long. <laughs> Yeah. My na- I, it takes me I'm a long time. Way. My naps are long. Yeah, too. girl. Like I'll knock. Like I literally was gonna like nap three yesterday. hours, bitch. Yeah, like no <laughs> less than three hours. My naps are no less than three hours long. You know what I mean? So like, who has the time? No, because it does. takes me so long right. to like shut my brain off. Right. So by the time I get to sleep and go into like REM, three hours later, you know. But there you go. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. It's episode 118. <laughs> episode 118. Welcome back to the burnt out episode. <laughs> the Lord. Uh, this is episode 118, which is, I did kind of practice before. Nung song sam si ha hok jet bet. Nung roy bet sip. That's how you say it. 118 in Thai. Do you know how to say it in Spanish, Beck? Cien dieciocho. Yes. Get a little <laughs> get a little language get a little language in there in the morning. Um my Thailand trip we're, we're you know, it's it's coming around you the bend. Ben- not yet. What the fuck? I know, girl, girl you're so playing games. I'm playing games yeah. and I, I know and I'm I need to get it together, but when I tell you that like I have been so busy. So we'll just go into Beyonce tickets hit. Bitch. That credit card statement came. Bitch. (laughs) Listen. Yeah. So we're going to give like, so our updates, I'll just give you my update. Yeah. What's the tea? No, it's, listen, it's been great. You know what I mean? But I have like given myself a full, full month of work. And I see that now. And like, you know, I'm still independently working. So yeah, Kimboology have been working towards our, um, I have a uh, she's cultivate. got things she's plotting yeah she's plotting. there's lots going on which is good <laughs> things good things you know and I know you there's guys there's scams right and heists 
Yes. <laughs> Joanne the Scab. I'm doing a collaboration yeah. with Joanne the Scab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but like, I mean, we have a lot of exciting things going on. It's just, you know, and then, you know, we have our workshop that we have for, you know, for Medicaid March still, guys. We It's still Medicaid March. And I have that live in-person uh, workshop where I'm teaching women how to grow weed. And I'm teaming up with Manda Does Pot for her beautiful hand-painted pots. And so we're working on that workshop. So right now, you know, we're still just like getting all our things prepared for the mm-hmm. workshop. Um, then this week I have a project that we're um, running, the one project with the pole dance class with 93 Boys. That's happening this week, too. That's so exciting. So uh, there's just lots of things happening. And, um, you know, all that stuff is just that's it's taking a lot of my time. Plus, I'm teaching classes still. You know what I mean? Like that's going on. And we're getting ready for a showcase. And so I've oh been practicing God. with my students. Yeah. Our piece that we're doing for the showcase. Is that what you guys were working on yesterday morning? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so Demi, Taylor, uh, my other student, Vanessa and Jess, we're going to be. Shout out to Demi. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Demi. I don't know if she, li- I don't think she listens, but. That's okay. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, I didn't hear that. Um, but no, but literally, um, we've been, we've been working really hard on that. So it's just, it's been, it's been a full plate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then I had this like, this possible job opportunity that didn't go through. It fell through and, I don't know. I had a really, I had mixed emotions about it. This company, I really love this company. It's a cannabis brand. Um, it's a cannabis edible company. And the thing is, I was really excited about working, possibly working with, uh, working for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just collaborations, but like working as a, a, you know, an employee for them. And when I got the news, I didn't get it. I was just kind of like, I had a moment of relief. I did. I literally had a moment of like, okay. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. this job would have been a lot. You know what I mean? I would have run the whole territory for Illinois yet again, which I've done for two portfolios now. It's a lot. It's a lot of work, you know. But um, yeah, I felt that relief. But then I also felt that like, fuck, you know, that's a check that every two weeks that I don't have again, you Mm -hmm. know. And so but at the same time, I'm so focused on that about a job that like. I need to just put that energy towards Kimboology, like really, truly, you know, like Becky was like, bitch, take some time off, figure it out. She like was like, because I was like, bitch, I want to go to Thailand and I don't want to like, you know, like worry about a job right when I'm going. And she's like, don't worry about it then. Right. Right. She was like, simple, bitch. Right. Why are you tripping? You know, (laughs) but honestly, like, it's just tough when you, you know, set those expectations. Right. And, you know, it's just it's disappointing and. It's hard to have confidence when you're disappointed, you know, and it's hard to kind of see things for the bigger picture. But um, when it comes to work and paying bills, I mean, that ain't not, that's the least of our worries. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, girl, you will always be OK. You know what I mean? You're not and wrong. Take some time off for yourself. Like if you want to, if you're trying to go to Thailand next month, go, you know, is it next, like, bitch, I almost got anxiety. I was like, <gasps> no. Next okay, okay. Next month is April. Yeah. No, that's when Sakuna's Sukuna, going next month. Oh shit. Yeah, I know. But I think, I mean, if you're the job, like, like I said, let it be come back from your trip and then start looking for another job. Right, like, right. You, What's the worst that can happen? Right. No, no, you're not. You gotta wrong. go on a budget. Like, okay, you I've will. been on a you budget. Know, right. Like, I, okay, call me the mini <laughs> budgetista. And I was like, shout out to Tiffany Alicia. She's the best uh, budgetista. Yeah. Um. No, you're right, Becky. I and you know what? Like, we all talk about this. Like, how we're just like survive, like living in survival mode. Like, I'm yeah. always living in survival. Like, I really, I feel more comfortable in that 
aspect of like living per, you know like per check per check as opposed to like being okay and feeling comfortable like that's foreign to me you know of what i mean course. like that's but it's been always we're, foreign right we're the we're the children of immigrants like all we know is the fucking grind you know what else is there what else there is none there's <laughs> my mother had three jobs her whole like almost her entire life you know she's literally born in thailand came to the american came to america you know bought a house with you know my like like that's my mom and it's Listen. funny because you do at like if you look at my life and how i work and how i've made it so far i have mirrored my parents exactly really? the same way oh yeah listen one of the i, I this i'm gonna get personal like one yeah, of the biggest fights back? I have with my dad to this day over what I do for a living, he hates that I don't get benefits. Oh, okay. And I was kind of like, I mean, I got licensed really young. I was like freshly 21 when I got my aesthetic license. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like, you got it. Because listen, they didn't raise us with insurance. They 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 figured it out. Yeah. You know, they figured it out. And like, was that risky? Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I in mean? In America. Which Especially is in America. Yeah. You know, exactly. And... I was kind of like, I'm in my 20s. Like, what the fuck do I need? Health insurance? I'm healthy. Yeah. Like, I am take care of myself. I try not to put myself in too many risky situations. You know, I was kind of like, I'm fine. And and it's worked out thus far. I mean, I definitely now, I'm coming at an age where I'm like, okay, now I got to I gotta figure something out, right? Like, whatever. I, I, I get it, you know? And, the, and it's it was the same thing for them. But, you know... With that being said, I the way I work and the way I live my life is the same exact way. I grind and grind and grind, and I'll find joy. I find I'll find my pockets of joy like every day, you know. So I've never felt as much as I've worked. I also feel like I've never missed out on anything. Mm-hmm. I I really feel like I've really lived my life, but I've also worked really hard. And everything like you'll see on my Instagram, yeah, it looks fun, but I fucking. You don't want to know what I worked to get what I have. You yeah. know what I mean? And it this I can say the same for my parents. You know what yeah, I mean? Everywhere. For sure. And and then they and then they would get away and just like with us raising us, they would take us on trips. We would go travel to go get away and relax. And I I'm living my life the same we're working the same exact way our parents work. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in. Damn. Let that sink in. When I just said that my mom had three jobs, I was like, bitch, you also you so, right. have three jobs. That's what I'm like, saying. What so do you think, mean? So like, think about that. You girl, know? you ain't never lied. And so I feel like this is a good segue into, or should, well, we're going to do recycling the news. Right. Which is the. Oh, no. Oh, but we haven't even do strain of the day. Strain oh, of the day, okay. Guys. Okay. Never mind. Well, strain of the day. What did we smoke? Oh, we smoked girl. Oh, oh we kick sm- off with the. Oh, he's so happy. <laughs> He took George outside. Aww, look at the baby. <laughs> no, this is no guys. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like Goff had this smile on his face. It was just like, sh- you know, when you're like joy. with your animals yeah. and you just have sheer joy and he doesn't know that we can see him and he's just yeah. like smiling and looking at him. It's so sweet. It's That's so our baby. Pure. Oh my God. The babies guys. Aren't they so cute? They are. It's so stinking uh-huh. cute. <laughs> Okay, go Literally, on. Literally, like, yeah, I love. <laughs> Sorry, I, it was no, a don't moment. be. It was Listen, a moment. You guys have to see it to believe it, but yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of cuteness happening over there. Uh, I love it, bitch. I love my chickens and my cats. They're so cute. Not I want Goff. more, bitch. Not Goff. I, well, Goffrey's my brother, <laughs> and I love my brother. Throw down. his name in there, then. Throw his name in there. Pay homage. Listen, what the fuck? Goffrey knows what's up. I be taking care of him every day. Okay. Okay. True. Um, <laughs> oh, what was I gonna say though? Um, 
Yeah, no, honestly, uh, we were getting into like the straight in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, we smoked by Homegrown, which was Girl Scout yes. cookies. Uh, I feel good. Yeah. I feel playful, a little giddy. I feel that this is feeling more like a hybrid to me. Girl Scout cookie feels, this feel, to me, I'm feeling it more like a hybrid, like meaning I'm not feeling it like super in my head. See, I'm, I'm feeling it super in my head. Oh, really? But I also took a crazy hit from the bong. And then yeah. I smoked. And you, you smoked, smoked earlier. I smoked half a joint of runs. Okay. Your home. Those are both. Runs. Yeah. Runs hits me like a nice a le- a sativa leaning. Runs hybrid. is really great for focus. Mm-hmm. I love it for that. And sickening. What do you, what would you say? Girl Scout cookie. I feel like for. playful. Like I feel like, I can, but chilled I can out. Feel that, yeah. yeah. But chilled uh-huh. out though. Like I'm not that. like, like you just said, like you're a little bit more subdued. Cause like, yeah, it's, it's the morning. I did have a late night last night. Yeah. You know, I am getting, I'm like tired, you know, I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. Like I, I'm feeling tired. Like I, when I was ta- I was talking to like somebody earlier uh, recently and I was like, I need a vacation. Like I, I, yeah. I it's, it's sinking into me. Like you guys don't realize that like I go places all the, like I don't leave en- enough time. Like the last time, the last place we went to was Jamaica, which was in December and it's now, uh, we're in um, March. And so at this time, my body is used to like, all right, bitch, it's about when you, where are we going? Where are we going? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm always wanting to just add to that, add to those countries, add to those stamps, like in the passport. Like that's yeah. really important to me. Yeah. And it, it helps ground me, to be honest with you. Like mm-hmm. I feel a little bit like, like, like I'm not sure about things and like in a sense of like where, where my career is going to like lead up to. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm listen, I'm riding this ro- roller coaster. Okay. Wherever the universe wants to take me, let's go, you know? Yeah. And I'm enjoying that. But at the same time, you know, I'm like trying to find like, like answers and salute and guidance, you know? And I feel like I get that when I travel and when I'm able to tap out yeah, and just remove myself from the everyday hustle, chaoticness that is our lives. Right. City life, you know, whatever. And get to like a fucking like, a farm you know the middle of nowhere go to thailand go to temples you know like be hum- go back to like the the roots you know what i mean and be like you know what shit is not that mm-hmm. deep you know what i mean because it because at one point bitch i i quit everything and just left right yeah, i did yeah i literally said fuck the- here for a long time i said i'm gone bye you know what i'm saying not saying that that's something that i want to do again but it's just i'm just letting you know that like the nine to five, the corporate life, the structured, be, you know, I'm a little, I don't work that way all the time. I need breaks, you know, yeah. and I feel that happening. I don't work that way at all. Right? Like, oh I can an, do it to a point. Me in an office. Can you imagine? No, that doesn't work for you. Yeah. I don't see that. I'd be like. Yeah. Like a, you're, you're a, organized. You're, I, cause you have, like, you could be like, I, Becky gives managers, manager energy at her job. Like she runs shit right at her job. I mean, and, I don't say, I wouldn't say that, but I people feel that. that about you, that you're like an office man. Like you like you know what I mean? Like I would say I'm bring, a leader. Okay. There. Like you don't have that. People oh, kind of come to me. Everyone always comes to me when something goes wrong. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what managing is. True. <laughs> like, 
girl <laughs> managing is always trying yeah, to you fix know someone fix else's problem down girl you know that's why it's managing like you're trying to yeah manage the order of things and so people see that with they just automatically see you in that position that's what i'm saying you know what i mean like okay you're you're, saying, you're yeah. people can people see that i just don't you. want to take anything away from someone who is actually you know not what I mean? saying that yeah at all. for sure for you sure. can't deny it though right you can't deny it people yeah, go to sure. you and then you know for sure but you know it's just, yeah, that's where I'm just like feeling, you know, and, you know, Thailand's around the corner. Thank God. you know, cause I feel like that's going to be yeah. great. Ricky needs a break too. You know what I mean? He needs to get out of here cause of work. It's just been a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, girl, it's, you know, but I'm blessed. I, I honestly, you know what I mean? I'm just like more than th- I'm so thankful and grateful for everything mm-hmm. in my life, you know, f- first and foremost. So there's that. And yeah, that's all I really can say with that. Um, but yeah, straight of the day, Girl Scout cookie by me. Yes. By Cultivate Kimbo. Um, maybe Trademark that, girl, bitch. immediately. Maybe a girl will get a little, you know, maybe a girl will learn to make some new strains. Maybe I'll trademark it because I came up with it. Gag. Come on, gag. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I have a new weed line. It's called Cultivate with Kimbo. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what the f- All right, bitch. It was funny because this morning when I got here, because I owe Kim some money um, and and I was like oh my god sorry I forgot to Venmo you <laughs> and I was like I, I owed her a hundred bucks and I was like gag I like quit the show <laughs> so- <laughs> and then she just like she like takes the weed yeah like I block her on everything <laughs> I'm fucking done Kim has to get on TikTok to right. do like a tell all tell all like why the co-host do you quit. guys know why <laughs> <laughs> and I are no longer doing the podcast together. <laughs> God gag. Anyways, um, yeah, let's um, let's take a little quick break. Sure. And then when we come back, we will get into recycling in the news. How about that? Yeah, we're gonna take a I'm little excited. smoke break. Yeah, we have a really good. Oh yeah, and then we we're gonna be finishing up. We're it's still Medicaid March, guys. Happy Women's History Month. Right. Um. Still, we still have this month. And uh, we're going to be wrapping up the, the, you know, the class that you've been taking with us for four weeks. Uh, for This is the fourth week now. Yeah, they've been killing it. Yeah. Our listeners have been taking class with me for a month, bitch. Good for you Listening guys. Listening to, yeah, like re- taking their notes, journaling, <laughs> writing down what they need to grow. And if you I hope if they're not going to grow. For me, it's like also ground. It's kind of like watching YouTube videos, like gardening ah, videos. Yes, love that. It's so relaxing. One day when we get our shit together, there'll be some visuals. <laughs> One day. <laughs> uh, and you guys can actually see some sick Just visuals. show us your feet. <laughs> All right, we're taking a break. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be right back after these sickening messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimbleology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. And we're back from our cute little smoke break. Um, we're going to get into recycling you the news. Smoke? I did. Bitch. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> you, you smoked? <laughs> you, you smoked though? I'm like, yeah, girl, I just said I was going to go have a smoke break. It's because I got I said something really funny on Instagram. So oh. I got distracted. So I didn't even She went it. in the TikTok hole. <laughs> yeah. no, I was playing. Um, no, uh, Becky wants to, well, we both agree, but Becky, we want to talk about um, our uh, La Roche which um, he's a celebrity stylist. Yes. And we, uh, Becky p- put me onto this article and um, this interview. With, well, um, he retired yes. last week suddenly. Yeah. yeah. Which Kim is more of like, she's more t- tuned into like the fashion part of like the background with like celeb stuff. And I'm more like hair and beauty makeup tapped into. So um, I I didn't even know until who, who I didn't know his name until just a few months ago. You talked about him, right? Um, you mentioned him LaRoche, on the podcast, yeah. yeah. But anyways, it was this. I I I follow Diet Prada and Estee Laundry, uh, Estee Laundry, excuse me. Um, and a couple other like Instagram like fashion like kind of like yeah so anyways um it was a big deal that he retired and and anyways he did an interview on friday with lauren peoples who is the editor of the cut Lindsay peoples oh Lindsay peoples excuse me sorry um sorry um girl you're fine (laughs) she's like i'm Uh, so sorry (laughs) no you're fine i'm still kind of high too so i feel bad but anyways um so he did this interview with her and kind of broke down why he just decided to be like, I'm done. He's done working. He, this guy is one of the most sought after stylists in Hollywood. He's right now. Zendaya's stylist guys. They started Zendaya. working together. You know, yeah. you know how she's been killing it and like her looks are sickening. It's all because of him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, he's kind of like the hot ticket to, you know, be, if you're a celebrity, you know, you want, LaRoche to dress you and style you and um he's definitely have has if you've seen like if you've seen like any award show stuff where people stand out he's most likely been the one to style it 1000 percent. so anyways um i i don't know something drew me to this interview for some reason because everyone's been talking about it but i ended up actually you know and i was i, I was having a slow day at work so i was like oh i'm like i was looking for something to read but I ended up being so moved mm. by this piece because, um, well, first of all, I didn't know he was from Chicago. I didn't know he was from the South Side, which when I found, so he he basically talked about his upbringing. He was homeless, you know, yeah. and one of the things that he would do, he would go to the supermarket and would go return carts for a quarter, which, listen, if you're from the ghetto, if you're from the South Side, you know, he was talking about Aldi's. Mm-hmm. That's because come on, Aldi. Right, listen. The, you gotta add the S. Listen, you ain't a true nigga unless you add the S. <laughs> Becky's a oh true. Oh my god, I, why do I do that? That's your ghetto, it's bitch. The south side in me. It's your the ghetto south side in me. I will own it. She's uh, very ghetto. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I, I mean, I grew up shopping at these grocery store too, and I, I mean. I had kids my age when I was growing up who were doing this. You know, I still, when I go grocery shopping there, I give them my cart so they can take the quarter. Because you can't get a cart at Aldi's without giving the cart a quarter. So I keep saying Aldi's. I love you it. Can't, <laughs> she can't even. She I can't. can't even, I, I can't even. Can't. What, in what world? Why would you try? You're, right. you're a hood bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> Be that. So, you know, and I always give them my cart and they can take the quarter, you know, and it's fine. And. I like started bawling when I was like, this was him, you know, like he was one of these kids, 
you know and i was like fuck me like this is this is wild oh look at george george is like you're talking about fashion why like clockwork to- <laughs> like clockwork he came i used to model in new york my son, um, my when son I was, was Caucasian in my past life. He was Eurasian. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right there. Sorry. He's half Sorry. Asian, half white. Okay. <laughs> Come correct. Okay. All right. That's my son, y'all. <laughs> anyways, we're, we, we went on a tangent. Right, right. No, I. So. So anyways. Yeah, yeah. It was just the. Well, what did you think of? The no, I mean. Interview? I literally. So you guys, I, you know, I love the show Legendary from HBO Max. It's, you know, a show that was highlighting the ballroom scene, ballroom culture. And La Roche was a, a guest. Uh, he was a, a, a judge on that show. Mm-hmm. And so I fell in love with him from that. Okay. You know, and so I knew of him but not like i got to know his personality more you i'm know, officially gonna show. watch this show now you have to well, a, it's, it's my fucking... interest has officially been peaked please and okay. the thing is um we need all the listeners listens because you know how it got canceled on hbo right. and so i really hope that that's another network picks it up because it's important it's a really important well, maybe, show girl, i mean this is what happens when things when people kind of blow up out of nowhere then their other shows start blowing up like narcos is now trending again on oh, Netflix. Yeah. oh yeah it's a total pe- <gasps> oh that's good mm-hmm. maybe yeah, Legend- yeah go watch legendary yeah you guys go watch legendary go give us some traction because we need to show the people that we need to have another season of it because it was okay. that amazing but yeah he was a judge on um on legendary and and he's from I fell in love with him because he's from Chicago. He's a stylist. Like he's in fashion. Like he fucking styles Zendaya. Like, come on. You know, I can't I can't help but stand, you right. know? And um yeah, and guys, I, Zendaya's I, been killing it since she and he started working with her when she was 14. Uh-huh. When and she was a Disney princess, yeah, you know, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah, the and Disney so girls. She's been this this, this is this yeah. superstar. They glow up to, they glowed up together. They 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 both literally said and he said that in the in, yeah. in the interview that we both promised each other that we would both uplift each other to the end. Like he's mm-hmm. like, we're, he's like, and he made an, a, a statement like he, cause everybody was like, Oh my God, are you not going to be Zendaya's stylist anymore? And he was like, we're family. Me and Zendaya are family. Like it's different. It's not this industry bullshit. He's like me and that okay. bitch love each other. And he did. He was like, we love each other. We're family. Like, of course I got her back and I'm going to still be there for her. He li- literally said like, whether that's being the creative director or something for her, you right. know what I'm saying? Or assisting the stylist and telling her what that she needs to have. He's like, but what I got excited for with the article was that, uh, from the interview was that he also just said that, you know, he didn't have time, you know, to, yeah. um, to do anything else because he was so busy styling all these celebs. And I you think know? that's what really spoke to me with, with this, you know, cause it just really got into, the grind that yeah it when all you know is the grind right and how you throw yourself into it and he literally has lifted himself up into like superstardom yeah okay and like it's just it's it's such a revelation when you realize oh my god I've achieved all these things and mm-hmm. do everything I want to do but I'm not happy but I'm not happy yeah. and like um, yeah. But and also like I don't have to do this if I don't yeah. want to, and that's what he's saying. Yeah, you know what I mean, like because he's like I'm I'm from the streets, yeah. like I I'll go get a job at McDonald's if I need to. You know what I he mean? He literally I mean, said, he didn't say that, but he, I'm just he was saying, like, like I can. He's he, like I always know I can style, so that the jobs will be right. there. He's like if I need to, but what he's saying is like literally like this has gone above and be, like because it got he got into the drama of how again just like. 
being a person of color in any sort of aspect of our lives, there's going to be the same stereotypes and, mm-hmm. and microaggressions that, you know, are in this industry as well. And he said, unless you start to, unless you style the white queens, you're not relevant, not even to the black people, not even to Essence magazine. He said, I have never been invited to Essence to the NAACP awards. He's like, my people don't even recognize me. He's like, the whites mm-hmm. do. But he's like, and until you have that, their recognition, we won't have their recognition, which is sad, which made me really sad. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I see him, I thought that he was like fully like immersed into the black scene and the culture and like Essence and WACP awards, you know, all that stuff, styling all. He's like, no, he's like the Met Gala though. Like he had like, you know, he's like, I got seven celebs that I got to fucking style for that, you know? And so for him to say no to all that and to literally say, fuck all that bullshit. Right. I'm not happy. You know, I think it's super commendable. I think that I'm really excited to see where his career is inspiring. It's inspiring. But you know what this means for me, too? It's like, I think we're going to start to see La Roche coming out more as a media person. He said that he's like, I want to be a correspondent. You know, he's like, I want to do podcast. He's like, I, I, he's like, I'm trying the to die. The world is his oyster. Literally, it is like he's gotten to a mm-hmm. point now where he has that, you know, he you can't tell him nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? The girl like that's the thing he said, too. He was like. He said how like the, the like, when you're a black stylist, like there's a small, like literal small hub of them. Right. Right. And they all know each other and they all uplifting. Right. They're all like, yo, you know what I'm saying? He's like, and then he gives hope to the, to the black stylists that are trying to get to his level, yeah. you know? And so I yeah. think too, for me, what also, what spoke to me with the article, cause I was telling Kim last week, randomly, I had two separate people ask me, they were like, Oh, like, what would you be doing if money wasn't an option for work? And I was like, that's funny you ask because I am doing what I love. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I, and it kind of surprised them. But also these two people I could tell, well, one of them didn't say it outright. The other one did. They were both really unhappy with work, you know, really unhappy, like, like, work has become a monster for Mm. them, you know, and, and they're successful. They're doing well for themselves. And I, and I, and I, and and the one that did tell me she was unhappy, I I should have told her, like, listen, girl, Mm. I I got, I got to tell you, if you think I'm coming to work every day with a smile on my face, you're wrong. I was like, because it's, even though I love what I do and it's so fulfilling and I love my community, I love what I've made for myself there, you know, like it's still work. It's a give and take, you know? And I think, when you re- and I think what La Roche realized too was like I don't have to be a part of the politics if I don't want to. Like, work doesn't have this. My work doesn't have to be this. It do- work doesn't have to feel this way. But I've let it feel this mm-hmm. way. I've I've brought myself to this point, and now I'm saying no. Yeah, and I was like, that is just amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that and that can go in any different way. He maybe because he said too he's like i'm not saying i'm never gonna style again no one can say nothing right. is forever which right. he's absolutely right no one can say that right you know as much as want to say we're done we're this you never know right mm-hmm. but what a beautiful thing that he to say like oh my god like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this i can yeah. be like i can remove myself you mm-hmm. know and like he's doing what he loves and he's successful but he's actively saying like look i have the dream and it's it ain't shit like i'm yeah. unhappy yeah like that I'm part. A, a, and you know what i mean and that's uh, what is like guys like it's like work is work yeah. you know what i mean like work is work and it's always going to be there the world we exist in we have to pay bills yeah a roof over our head costs money mm-hmm. food costs money so it's like 
if you're not doing what you love, that's okay. You know what I mean? There's but nothing I, wrong with that. And if you are doing something you love. Right. And Or if you're per, in the pursuit of that, just know that every day is not going to be like a, an amazing day at work. And then you're in control. It's work. You know, yeah. like. That's the I think that's the one thing we can control in this life is like how, how we do how we work, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, coming from someone who has changed careers a lot, guys, I can't even t- I've worked in every single you really have. I girl. have had every job, banking, <laughs> sal- uh, salons. Um, it's you crazy because Kim. So when I was a teller. Yeah. In aesthetic school. That's how I paid for aesthetic school. Uh-huh. I, the the company, the bank that I worked for, they had this program called Walk a Mile where you had to, it was really cool. It was actually like, it really kind of created like, um, like a, like a, we're all in this together kind of mm-hmm. spirit. And you would have to pick a department that you didn't work in and you'd have oh, to go work for cute. the day. And so, well, there was one year I picked going to the, um, what did you work in when you were? The lockbox? The, with the checks? Yeah, the yeah. processing. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and worked in that department yeah. at the corporate office. Yeah. And, I, and for some reason, I fucking loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was just, I don't it know. It was therapeutic. Like, it I was, just kind of like. Was, and the team that worked there yeah. was really nice. Was and I yeah. found out after the fact that Kim temped there. I temped there. And yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the, most, the most niche thing that anyone could ever do ever yeah you know what i mean because even when i was there i was like how come i didn't know about this because i was like already almost done with school like i you know that my time was up with it was coming up with the bank but you would have liked working there yeah Yeah. and i was kind of like damn like i could have done this for a little bit yeah (laughs) right i got high bitch jamaican like not jamaican. i'm not jamaican <laughs> but i keep saying that but like it, i'm asian and asians work really hard you yeah. know what i mean in that sense too like you know my mother had fucking so many jobs my whole life so the thing about it is um the thing about it is that i um you know worked so many different because ap- the thing is like for me i was more of a, like i'm like i tr- i see life that way where like i need i need money right and right. i'm gonna work this particular job to acquire that money to fund what I need to do, you know what I mean? And so my mindset has always really been that. But, you know, I went to school for, you know, fashion design. I have a fashion design degree, you know, and I know how to, you know, sew. I've made made patterns. I know how to drape. Mm -hmm. Um, I know how, and I also know the the computer sites. I know Illustrator, InDesign, Photoshop, all that. I I used to be a graphic designer too. So, like, I have a very creative side to me, but, um... You know, that, that the industry, the fashion industry can be very just like it's bo- gatekeeping because he also mentioned in the article, too. He was like, you know, because he got into there was a situation with the, with Priyanka Chopra where I guess she went and told some in some interview that her stylist had, had told her like she's not sample size and kind of shamed her for that. That was the implication, which he was her stylist at the time. Mm-hmm. And he straight up said, I never said that to her. He's like, but it was someone from her team who was trying to control something. He's like, and so instead it turned into this situation that it's not. And it's unfortunate because I love her and mm-hmm. she's great. And, and he was like, and I'm tired of it. He's like, I'm tired. He's like, cause he's like the publicist, the assistants, the managers, the agents, they all know each other. Yeah. They grew up together. Yeah. He's like, so they're connected. He's like, and I'm here as this outsider trying to just make shit happen. He's like, and somehow I get roped into all this. And and he's like, and I'm done. He's like, I'm not a part of the club. 
Yeah. And, and he, he don't care. Club. Right. And he's like, I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. Like, have mm-hmm. your club. Which I think is great. I yeah. think it's so commendable because, yeah, as like I said, as me coming from fashion myself and graduating with a degree and then, you know, uh, having to go out there and get a job in the fashion design world, being in Chicago where... Ain't nothing really popping here in fashion, guys. It's just not. There were there were literally like five jobs that we all, all of our graduates were trying to get, which is ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. How the fuck is that going to work? We were all like, are you going for that one job with so-and-so? It's like, yeah, oh, me too. Oh, yeah, of course oh, you shit. are. There's yeah. only like five jobs here that, that yeah. actually pay somewhat decent, you know, which literally wasn't even all that. You know what I'm saying? So you either had to move to New York or LA or, you know what I'm saying? Or you just fuck, you know? So I right. that's how I kind of like... My trajectory went a little bit astray in my career because then I got a job with like more like graphics and like marketing and like advertising and stuff like that and like tying in those worlds, which kind of led me to being in the marketing myself now, you know, Um, and with cannabis. But, you know, I mean, the fact that I'm with cannabis is like ridiculous. It's crazy. I don't know how I got here. But anyways, (laughs) because I used to like literally be so against cannabis, guys. Like I I literally. That is so funny. So you were never because I was always neutral to it. But you were like always like, I thought I believe all the propaganda. I was like, this is the devil's devil's lettuce. Yeah, the devil's lettuce, the devil's grass. You know, like I just (laughs) believed it all. And so, yeah, you know, and but anyways, I mean, I think that La Roche, you know, with his, you know, with with him coming out with his story and hearing it from his side, mm-hmm. I think it was super. Um, I, I I really it was brave of him to come out and just tell his piece. I think he did it really. Gr- I think he did so well with telling his story, you know, and kind of seeing it from his lens. You know, I really gave me an inside scoop on how it is to be a black stylist in the in the fucking entertainment industry. You know, I really felt it when he was saying how you know the gatekeepers keep you know, and then how like how his stylist would literally like how the how the actual ce- uh, the celebrity the, the 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 girl or the guy whoever it, it may be would want to work with La Roche. And then yet their, his, team. Their, their team would keep him away from them. Yeah. Which I thought was really fun. So he, they had to like slide in his DMs on like Instagram and be like, right. hey, can I work with you? And he's like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. why not? Of course. Right. And he's like, well, my team says that you're so busy. And I'm like, he's like, what the fuck? So That's it's just wild. Really, it's fucked up. It really is. It's so I felt, I felt for him. But, um, I, I'm excited for him. I really think that this is the beginning of something big with him. I mean, yeah, he's got you my know? attention. Oh, like, he's I'm got like, yo, so many people's attention now. He was, listen, he let it all out he in the did. interview. He did. And was like, I don't care. He didn't listen. He dropped some names and he dropped the names of the people that he knew he could do the drop the things yeah. with. You know, like, yes, Priyanka's name was in there, but I'm, I, I assure you. I mean, they it wasn't dirt. It was, it was, it was very, was, listen, I'm not, I don't mean yeah. it like he's still like, I mean, he let it all out and like he let it all out. Yeah. Like it was like, yeah. almost like a therapy session. Oh, for also, sure. I mean, the, Lindsay Peoples, I, I'm sorry. I know I called her Lauren, but I've been following her for a while. She's mm-hmm. someone to look out for, too. No, for sure. I love her work. She's I mean, incredible. I literally so it, was a, it was great. I was so excited when I right. saw that she got the interview with him. I yeah. was like, fuck yes. And he was thankful. Uh-huh. He kept saying he's also you could just tell he's humble. Yeah. Oh, so for like sure. which made me annoyed, too, is like people are p- putting him out to be this like diva which i'm sure he can be a diva at some point who who, i can be a diva at some point sometimes you know what i mean you bitch i know you are (gasps) (laughs) the brat in you just came out like how dare you yeah right you guys you're the biggest brat she's veruca salt (laughs) daddy i want it and i want it now (laughs) 
No, she's Bitch. not wrong. I, right. I was like, Bitch. But I mean, I, you know what I mean? We right. can, we know. We, I know. We have those I tendencies know. and we can I know. be that way. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And so I'm not, I'm sure people have had interactions with him that have been like a little bit, you know, come on, like right. he's been like more like diva-ish or whatever. And they, that didn't sit right with them. Right. Right. Because they're also like, who are you to come out of here, black boy from Chicago and tell me this, you know, whoever I am. You know what I mean? So my client away from me. Exactly. And really, that's all it is. I think a lot of these team members can kind of get a little possessive sometimes of their client. And obviously the listen, he's getting like top tier A-listers in his DMs talking about, I want to work with you. Yeah. He's, he's you know what I mean? Hathaway. Yeah. Like he, and so it's like, I'm sure their handlers are probably like, why is she paying attention to him? Or why are they paying attention to them? Like what's the, what's the problem here? Oh my God. You guys hear Georgie? (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, I mean, but yeah, so they probably get upset and they're probably like, I don't know, but it's it's lame. It's fucking lame. That's the point. I'm. It's fucking yeah. lame and good for him to be like y'all are fucking some lame. Right. And good I'm out. Him. Good for him. Good luck dealing with your client. Who right. Doesn't yeah. have and me then, anymore. And at the end, she was like, "So what are you gonna say to the to your client?" I didn't. Now? See, I didn't get to the end. And he was on. like, literally, like, "You gotta find a new stylist." Like. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I love that. Literally, she's like, what's going to happen now with your client? She's like, you got to find somebody else. Like, I quit. Not my problem. I'm done. He's like, I'm retired. You know, like, he's like, find someone else. And I literally was like, I stand. You know, like, I I can't wait Nothing to see what. Nothing but respect. I can't he's wait to see what we, you know, come up with. Not, he's got my. Yeah. Um, he's got your Aries approval. No, the member, the Samoan security guard. <laughs> What? In San Francisco with the cookies at the office. Oh yeah, the head nod. He oh got- yeah, <laughs> bitch. So uh, this is where Brick Becky's brain goes. We, oh were, we were we were visiting her friend, uh, her, her office. Best- let's not yeah. put the name out there. Yeah, let's not, because bitch, I don't have money for them. Right, I really don't. Right. We were- this particular right. company <laughs> no. had a had an office space where they had all this free food and shit, and these cookies were bomb. This I is mean, in San like Francisco next too. level. Yeah. Like next level. And then she, I guess, and I went secu- up like four times. Yeah. And yeah. The, the security guard. guard was by the dessert table. He was like big and Samoan. And yeah. I could tell he'd been like looking at me. And then <laughs> when I went up for the fourth time, he smiled at me and He's he like, like nodded his head, like, go off, girl. Yeah. Get them cookies. Get them cookies, <laughs> bitch. Cause I know they good. They good. So, but yeah, so guys, that's my head nod. That's the rose. Same. <laughs> like, same. Go off. Go off. um we're gonna we're gonna with that we're gonna take a little break and then when we come back uh we're gonna do meditate mastery medicaid and we're gonna be wrapping up medicaid march with the finishing touches of cultivate with kimbo and then we want to try a sample give us a nug of whatever you grow all right so and on that note (laughs) this bitch trying to get me locked up oh no 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 (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) we're gonna take a break i'm high and paranoid (laughs) down bitch down we'll be back and we, and we will be right back, be right back after, after these detailed messages. And we are back from our break. Uh, it's time for Meditate, Masturbate, and or Medicate. And guys, we are continuing on Medicate March, um, where I have been... You get, you've been on a, a month-long lesson with your girl with Cultivate with Kimbo, and I've been teaching you guys how to grow weed. So um, I'm excited because I feel like, you know, obviously I 
stage three, which was like maintaining, like episode three, I was going over all the like maintaining and like what you would do to like, you know, like if you're in the middle of veg, because like, you know, there's different stages for the plant, the cannabis plant. There's like the seed, seedling, veg, veg stage, which is again, they're getting all their branches, they're getting bigger, and then they go into flower mode, which I'm going to, I'm going to leave, I'm going to start in flower mode because that's when we're going to get into the really... I would, a lot of people would say this is the most important part, obviously, because it's the part where you get to smoke it. Yay, right? It's right. the flower part, right? So the plant now, it's been flowering, right? So your plant is outside. The sun is, you know, it's getting all the nutrients from the sun and the soil and, um, you know, whether whatever nutrients you're feeding it. And the thing is, nutrients, guys, I'm going to be experimenting this year. I'm going to be buying new nutrients. Like, I'm going to mix it up. This is, the, this is how you learn mm-hmm. by experimenting. So this year, I'm going to do things a little different. You know, I'm going to get some new different nutrients, maybe some different soil, um, you know, different methods. I'm going to learn. I want to try to experiment, too. Um, and so with that, you know, you get your nutrients. Now we're going to get into the stage where your plant is becoming to the end so the ends meaning uh oh i think i already talked about pest control last episode and i talked a little bit about trimming um and how important it is to trim your trim your plant in veg it is also important to trim your plant in flowers in the flowering stage too Mm -hmm. you're still going to get all those leaves and at this point when you get super close to the end of the cycle, those leaves are sucking up your nutrients, right? They're basically taking up the space. You still yeah. need it there because that's actually how the plant gets the sun rays. It's through the leaves. It's through the leaves. But then you don't want them also to be too many to be taking you up space. You got to control the, po- the leaf population. Absolutely. So it's it's trimming that you need to do and just it's balance, right? So, um, so now we're going to get into the harvest season. Um, again, it, every harvest would be different in a sense but it's really important to know when your plant is ready to harvest, right? And what you would actually need is a jeweler's lope, uh, which is an actual like magnifying glass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, jeweler's lope is like a. <laughs> you're like, bitch, what? You know when With jewelers your diamond district head ass. Listen, <laughs> you you looking at you looking at that di- that, that that you know that sparkle like you got to look at it did real. You, close. Did you watch Uncut Gems? I, I, I didn't Sandler. finish it. You didn't like it? I didn't finish it. I okay. started it. I didn't finish it. So you know it. what I'm talking about with the Diamond District with all those guys? Uh-huh. Like- uh-huh. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. For, like down. Like, But you're going to have that because you need to look at your flower. You need to physically look at it to see if it's ready or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you're going to be looking for, um, and again, these are all terms, please, in a sense. Like I will put, I will actually put a, a, an article because you know what I really love is Leafly. They have really good articles about yeah. this. Um, you know what you should also do? So, like, maybe reshare these episodes uh-huh. um, on the Instagram or in okay. Twitter and Facebook and stuff. Like, lined up with, uh, when, like, you're doing, like, where you're at. Uh-huh. Like, for oh, just cute. to remind people. Yeah. You no, know, I love and, that. Like, I think yeah. that would be. Let's remind the yeah. girls. Well, like, also, so, like. If people, someone wants to go back and listen, yeah, because they can go back and listen because I think that's going to be important too, especially this being episode four. Because at this point, you were you're we're in September. If you're in this stage, if you've made it this far, what you're like in September already, right? Um, well, yeah, we're I talking mean, about like, flower or or August, like when's flowering month? F- oh yeah, so if you're flowering, August, September, yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're flowering so for we'll a like, while. Re- we'll reshare this episode in like August ish. I love I that. Guess. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a great idea, Beck. Um, but um, basically, what we're looking for when you look at your plant, 
Um, I'm showing Becky now too. You're kind of like looking the at the trichomes. Yeah. So like right now, <laughs> all that like the, all that THC, all the stuff that gets you high, they live in the trichomes, right? In the little trichome mm-hmm. heads. So if you look at your plant, there's like the, these little like almost like little like squigglies with a little ball on top, and um, that's your trichome. And when you're looking at the trichome, you want that little trichome head um, to be. There's different stages, right? If you if you see that the trichome head is still clear, it's not ready yet. Okay, so if it's a clear, almost like it looks like water, it's not ready yet. It needs more time to mm-hmm. to um, be out in the sun. And then once that trichome head becomes a little cloudy, like a little cloudy white, it's getting there. You can pull it there. Um, if you want to do that, you're you're gonna feel more of like maybe almost like more of a um, like a sativa high in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it depends on it depends on how potent too you want your weed mm-hmm. um obviously you want it to be the best and strongest or whatever so at this point essentially you're kind of coasting right depending on how long you want to go with your flower you know you're like okay if i keep yeah. it might get tedious because every day you're going out to trim right. and, and it's looking like, at you it know, looking to pest, control. pest control yes absolutely watering yeah you know maybe consider it like a meditation at that point oh, yeah. you know and oh, like yeah. maybe stretch it out for like two to three weeks Mm -hmm. maybe you know to kind of that's what i think well i kill every plant that i have so why are you guys listening to me she's also listen she's killed every plant (laughs) she's taken care of so don't right right Uh, right. (laughs) no but uh when you're looking at when you're looking at when to harvest which i think a lot of people when when i first started i was like when the fuck are they ready you know what i mean i was like they look sickening like but are they ready you know what i'm saying so you're gonna start looking at the timing you know uh of like because sometimes a specific breeder like the like the breeder or the actual clone i mean the seed that you get it from they have their specific like cycles and they'll tell you like oh it's ready at this peak you know Mm -hmm. at this week um also you need to see whether the pistols the pistols are the little hairs if you ever look at weed there's all those little hairs yeah that maybe sometimes they're orange sometimes they're yellow like all those little white like those yeah, little hairs white. Mm-hmm. well you need to wait till at least 60 percent of the pistols those little hairs have darkened and curled in okay yeah what does that um, look like let me see uh let's see Yes. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. The little dark hairs. So is this where you'll get like your purples? No, the, your, the no. pistols are different. The pistols okay. are the little hairs. Okay. The the actual color of the flower, like the purple, that's the flower stuff. That's the bud. Okay. So it depends on like your strain, um, okay. whether you get purple buds or not. Um, but, you know, we are going to be looking at that. And then I want to show Becky right now. You see these? This is um, this is your trichomes that are clear, right? Um buds are not ready to harvest because they're so clear trichome heads look like glass and then the highest level of THC, THC, the strong psychoactive effects, milky trichomes. So it's getting a little cloudy. Heads look like white, right? That, that you see uh-huh. that? Yeah, like white plastic. And then the most narcotic, stronger body, like the like almost like you're really couch locked, like that strong, yeah. feeling sleepy, you know, is when amber trichomes look yellow. So that's oh. when you start to see. So like I said, you can pull it when it looks like this frosty more yeah. so. Um, you're going to get the highest level of THC that at that point because it's, it's like the most potent. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose to kind of take it in this stage a little bit where it might be like more of that, oh shit, like I'm fucking, ch-. like when you smoke that weed where you're like, I can't do shit. Yeah. Like I'm literally like in, you know. You get under the blanket. Yeah. And get cozy. You will put on a movie, you know, like right. in your bag. Get so some popcorn. Isn't, the, isn't that cool? Like, 
like isn't that pretty like all no it little... is it is so yeah guys um i'll put this i'll put this particular article in the show notes because it is great and it's 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 basically saying like how to look at trichomes with your magnifier so with your jeweler's lobe or like a, <laughs> or like a, um smartphones like you can even take like really high pr- like nowadays smartphones are really strong right. so um you can yeah there's all sorts of different things there's like usb microscopes and stuff like that there's like all different ones um or you could just keep it old school and just get one of those what like, do you, you know, have i have a jeweler's lobe i have like a like how a, much was that girl like ten dollars on ebay oh oh my god 10, i remember you're thinking it's like a fifty dollar nah you can get like micro people that obviously grow and have, i'm gonna get you know, like i'm gonna get a fancy one <laughs> and doesn't even grow like for what like literally right like she would she would um okay so now we have decided that our plant is ready she's ready she's she's, she's looking good she's either cloudy white or she's amber with those little cute heads yeah um so now it's time to harvest so what you would do is and this again this is another thing that you can experiment with people um people choose different methods of like trimming some people do a wet trim so some people when they take down their plant they cut them at the stalk you know whatever they take all the plants down and they trim the leaves and they do that like a, a wet trim they call it um so they ba- basically reduce all the leaves off the, the buds and then mm-hmm. they put it in a room um for drying now i will say the drying and the curing process are super important drying too right drying if you if you put your plants in a in an area that's too dry they'll dry out too quickly excuse me too quickly uh, but if you put it somewhere with a lot of humidity it will take too long to dry and there might possibly be um, like mold. You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. So you have to. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's there's a there's a method. To, there's a method to the madness. You know, the the drying process is initially drying the buds, and the it madness usually, is the method. Right. It literally <laughs> is. Uh, fresh harvest plants can lose up to seventy five percent of their weight um, to moisture loss, as well as like sticks, stems, branches, leaves, um, and they get trimmed off. Right. When drying and trimming, try, drying happens first, and then the buds are trimmed. In the wet pr- trimming, it's vice versa. Mm-hmm. So you can either take the leaves off first and then put them out to dry, or you can just take this. You could take it, cut it, and then put it immediately to dry, and then wait till the when they're all dried, and then trim everything off together. Okay, it's really up to you, right? Uh, a dry shouldn't t- shouldn't be too quick or too long, too quick, you know, and the outside of the buds will appear dry, but the insides will won't be right, and uh-huh. then too long, the buds would not they'll develop they could develop mold. Okay. Um, I'm reading this article what, from Leafly as well. Do you recommend a dehumidifier? Yeah. So I actually recommend like, like so I basically have dried two years in my garage, um, and it's worked out pretty well. I mean, I would say this the weed that I I've, I've you know made has been pretty great. Um, but I also regulate, so I'll have like a humidifier in there. Um, I'll put it. You in have there. a humidifier I'll put it and a dehumidifier. I don't have one because my my dry, my garage runs a little dry. Okay. So I need to add moisture. Okay. In there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It runs a little mm-hmm. dry. So you and know. guys, I believe you can purchase like little thermometers that measure. Yeah. So they're called hygrometers. He- yeah. Yeah. So that measure was your the humidity thing. in the air. Thanks, Beck. Yeah. That's another, that's another great. Well, note. some estheticians use that too. Do they? Mm-hmm. For because what? You, the well, especially with waxing, mm-hmm. the humidity in the air re- re- affects the wax too. That makes sense. And then for lash lips, yeah. And for lash lips, I also, the humidity and matters. I actually, for lash lips, I need it to be really dry in the room. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Because the hair. I can work with humidity um, 
but with wax because that's just about like managing the temperatures but right. yeah there, some estheticians will take it that far and get like a thermometer oh. so they know exactly what they're working that's with that's really I've been working in the same place for 14 years so I'm right. like literally licking my finger in there I'm like oh okay I know what to do that's you know cool. what I mean but like, I'm yeah. not, not actually licking my finger but I but know no, you can feel you know? it you can feel it I can it. feel yeah, it yeah, right yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no I love that I love yeah. that and it makes a lot of sense because of hair yeah right um, no I mean when the drying process right once you find now you have to find a location that you can sit weed in for a long period of time right mm-hmm. so to say at least at least a week or you know at least a week right um so whether it be in your basement in your garage you know it just can't be outside in the elements um it could be tough this could be a tough process finding a place to dry that's not too dry not too uh, not too dry, not too hu- you know, not too humid. You know, especially with the summertime, and you're going into fall, right? You know, especially being in the Midwest because it gets so humid in the summer. It here. gets really humid in the summer, so that's what I'm saying. Like, my garage seemed to be okay. You know, obviously, like we're not like I don't. It was always a place that I just could dry. I might experiment this year. I might take them and dry them in the basement. Some in the basement because I'm 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 tra- I'm want to get better at this, yeah. right? And the the only way you're gonna get better is by experimenting. You know, maybe and- maybe drying indoors inside a tent could be ideal because you can control the humidity. People have rooms where they dry in. They have closets that they dry in. Again, a tent might be too humid. Okay, you're you're there. The process is too dry. Okay, so if you're in a tent and it's closed up. You yeah, know, it's tough. It like I said, tends. find I'm your place. Asking. Yeah, no, just, no. This is a great, yeah. These are great questions because I'm sure every like these questions are valid. People are going to ask this like, oh, I have a tent. Like maybe I have a small apartment, but oh, I don't want it to. Because that's another thing, guys. Cannabis smells. <laughs> oh, shit. So you got to put this somewhere where you don't mind. It's going to be smelling like cannabis. And bitch, my garage, I walk in that bitch. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, she's she's loud today. You know, it smells. Guys, oh God, remember that TikTok of that guy? He's like, so my friend Gina invited me to her farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen that. And he has the nails. I love him. Yeah, I, lo- I follow yeah. him. I love and him. He's like, and it was like this girl's. I guess she has a cannabis brand and she took yeah. them to where it was drying and yeah. it was like all hanging. Yeah. And she was like, welcome to my farm. Yeah. Yeah. I have to find that. Cause I love that. I love that. I and I can't find it. I like saved it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He was in the, he was like, I mean, I, I didn't like, expect I this bitch. Pigs. Right. I thought it was a little pig bitch, you know, not this like weed everywhere. Cause she said like, come to my farm. And like, yeah, literally <laughs> that's, that's gag. That's like down. <laughs> um, I'll have like a chicken running around. That's fine. Honestly though, like the more you serious, do. the more serious you, you get already <laughs> I know I do gag already you're like bitch your life um no the more serious people listen people are scientists with this stuff you know what I mean some people get in their bag they literally temperature control yeah, the that's room what I'm like you could you could if you science the shit out of this if you want to it's, guys. it's, it's how far you want to take right. it I am I'm still this is my third year like I said I'm still gonna I'm gonna be experimenting you know what I'm yeah. saying and I need to learn these things so I think this year I'm gonna split and I'll I'll dry some in the basement, and I'll dry, or I'll or maybe a room, maybe like the other, maybe I'll put up the Hello. room and just literally just dry them in that room or something. You know, I don't yeah. know. I want to like try different things to experiment. And so the drying process, though, guys, the drying process can go anywhere from two to seven days. Okay, um, and it depends. It depends on your environment. You know, you're gonna want to get a humidifier. You're gonna want to get a hygrometer, uh, an actual humidifier, like a um, uh, a humidity reader. Two, hygrometers are something that you can buy to put inside your uh, inside your jars, and I'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But the humidifier to test how the humidity is in the, in the space that your um, plants are drying in—that's important as well. Mm-hmm. That's important as well to monitor that. So, 
Um, but yeah, so when you do that, when they're all dried, they're all, you know, and the thing is, the way that you'll know that they're ready is you take a branch off your, um, off your, one of your buds or off one of your stalks and you should snap it. it you, when you bend it, it should snap a little bit. Um, that's like, that's like your mm-hmm. tell. Um, if it bends and there's a, it's a, there's like clearly a bend and there's no snap or there's like, like it still needs to be dried a little more. You want your branch to kind of like bend and snap a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's when you know it's kind of ready. Um, and then, so once you do that, um, you know, you, you keep it, you know, you make sure you're okay. I'm ready. Here comes the next part is, uh, your, <laughs> oh, you know what? Also, also, uh, let me get oh into, God. let me get into some recruit dif- your friends. I know. Talking yeah. about get ready. I know. Right? Don't g- get ready by hiring, <laughs> hiring a team right. to help you trim. <laughs> no, before we, let me get into just drying. So when you dry, you can either like hang, literally hang the stalks by, by upside down. And I do like in my garage, like an, a wire. Like I have like a literal yeah. like a, a rope that I just have from the top of my garage, the other side of the garage, and I'll hang them up that way. Or there's actually um, these fabric racks that you can buy that have all these holes. They're like mesh mesh racks, and you can put them in there. They have zippers, and they're great. And they have little they have like different um, shelves. They have different levels. And so I bought like two of those, and they're big, and I put them in the garage. And so I would dry them in there, mm. and it'll it's nice because it, you can separate it by strain. Like I could put this strain on this rack, put the strain on this wire you know and then they have a zipper so that way they're enclosed and so that's another way so there's all different like types of ways you can dry it some people have like literally a clothing rack and they just roll it in there you know um some people lay it out like on like flat on the on the table and dry it that way Mm -hmm. Uh, i wouldn't recommend that because then your buds get smushed you know and they get flat on one side which is not cute um so you want to kind of like have them be like you know living their best life also when they're flat the trichomes are getting you know um bothered your trichome heads they're falling off and and stuff and that's why you see guys when you buy weed from a dispensary it's like in a jar it's gentle it's being handled gently Mm -hmm. because ultimately you want to handle all of this very as gently as possible is what you're trying to say for the most part Uh you know you know you're gonna have to trim it so like so the great segue of course of course so after you've dried it you you, whatever method you want to dry it in you're gonna want to trim so that's when there's actually um a few things that you w- I would recommend buying, which uh, is a trim bin, and basically what a trim bin is, it's a, these it's a it's a rack right where you can actually have like there's like little levels for your arms to go in, mm-hmm. and basically it's there. It has a screen on the bottom, and then on the bottom it catches the screen. So there's two parts to this trim bin. There's a top and the bottom, mm-hmm. and so basically you put your flower on that top of the trim bin and then through the screen all of those trichome heads are falling. So at the bottom you're getting keef. So at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And all that uh-huh. powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all that keef there. And so you have a big, in it, it, usually you buy it as a bundle. You can like buy it on Amazon or, you know, eBay or whatever, or even just online with Trimbin. Um, but it's called Trimbin and it's, it's designed to cut, it's di- designed for trimming cannabis. Um, and um, at the end they give, they give you this like brush too. And then like you like, you would brush all the like, you know, the keef into like a little mm-hmm. pile. And then that's, that's, you want to, you, you smoke, that's keef. You could sprinkle it on your weed. You could put it like it's it's extra potent because it's all the trichome heads that's felt that fall off um, during the trimming process. Mm-hmm. So um, and Becky knows this process because obviously she's smiling right now because she's like, <laughs> bitch, I know this part. Bitch, I know this part because I have put her to work. Right. Um, trimming this weed. Um, I swear like all last fall I show up to record and you're like, so you're going to trim for like an hour before we record. I'm like, what did I? 
Is this? <laughs> Listen. Is this a sweatshop? <laughs> Clock in. Gag, we have an episode where you're I'm trimming. Going on strike. You're I'm trimming going- <laughs> while we're recording, though. <laughs> Me and Rick Dog Productions are going on strike this fall. Listen, and I love them down because I'd be making them work. Rick Dog <laughs> is sick of my shit. I know he is. I love you, baby, but he is sick of my shit because I'm over here like, all right, what are we doing next? He's like, God damn it. <laughs> I need to get that man a vacation. But anyways, um, yeah, so basically uh, you're trimming, right? Trimming, you guys, trim close to the the bud. You know what I'm saying? Um, honestly, technique, is it's not really, you know, you get yourself some really great shears. So I do recommend the ones that have the spring back in them. And then again, there's so many different types. I really can't, I mean, I, I'll put some in the show notes, but honestly, like I'm not going to get paid. All right, yeah. I, I should set up like an Amazon thingy. That way everyone can just go in there and, there's like Amazon list that you can put Oh yeah, in. you should. Oh my God. Yeah. Hello. I know, but I just still feel a way about Amazon. God damn it. Oh, it is what it is. I, I hate it them. Is. Not really. Pick your poison. I Walmart, Amazon, Target. It's Pick the your ghetto. Poison. It's Pick the devil. Poison. I hate it. Seems like I'm it. going to fucking uh, uh, support your small local grow shop. What's How about the that? one? Uh, it's like that ratchet fucking. Uh, what, wish? Hot, no, not. Oh my God. Shin. Shin. Buy your supplies at Shein. You're right, girl. <laughs> we are not condoning sweat sweatshops in this bitch. No, we are done with that. Just make a fucking Amazon list for the people, for the listeners. I'm gonna give you guys some local places in each city that you're at. Like, <laughs> Do you? I mean, if you wanted to, no, yeah, if you want to get in that bag, you yeah. could. Honestly, truly, I'm gonna put in the show notes Roots Chicago. If you're in the Chicagoland area, they have sponsored our. Um, they're sponsoring our workshop. And oh, so if you them. if you want to get any of your goods, you can go to them. They have everything you need in that one shop. You'll be sh- you'll be shopping local. You'll be supporting local. There you go, y'all. Um, that's if you're in the Chicagoland area, okay? You can get everything you need. You can get your like and that's again, the scissors need to have a spring in them so that way when you they spring yes. back. Guys, I can't stress to you how important that is. You know, honestly, not for nothing, as someone who has tools that I work with, you know, on a daily basis. My my advice is don't buy your tools online. Go to whatever store you can. I mean, obviously, if you're not in Chicago, you're going to have to get on the Googs right now and do some research of your own. Because when it comes to tools and ergonomics, like you have to go kind of feel it out yourself and right. see like how it moves with your body because that's really important. Um, I have very strong opinions about my tools. And with what I do, you know, and you cannot change my mind about it. And I have other people that I work with who feel, feel very strongly about their tools and you can't change their mind about it. Right. Um, and I will never take that away from them. So, yeah, I would say maybe uses. I mean, hopefully Kim will make an Amazon list for, you know, for some of those people. But I think when it comes to tools like 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 shears, you know, or mm-hmm. like the magnifying glass you're going to need to see, mm-hmm. go try it on, go work with it, go in store it's and tough, find a local I mean, place if you can. If you can. And yeah. I get it. Guys, I'm over here talking shit. I've bought a lot of my supplies on Amazon. Okay, guys? I g- Listen, okay? Your girl's busy. All right? I'm just saying, <laughs> if you could support local, please do. I will put some things in the show notes because I am responsible and I want to give you guys some pointers, you know what I'm saying, in a sense of like what to look for too. Yeah. Also, this these articles that are great, I'm going to be putting these in the show notes too because again, I, these are where I went to to find my information too. Mm-hmm. So I'm self-taught guys. So I'm looking up things constantly. I'm on, I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok learning from other growers. Like it's important, you know, and everybody has different perspectives and everyone has different opinions. So I like to hear everybody's, you know, like even just recently I, I met up with some, um, 
some um some local growers here in Chicago and that had been doing it for and like and this guy sets up like rooms for people like literally um he mentioned that's cool you know honestly I I want to bring him on the show because I feel like he has so much knowledge to give us yeah he's reached out yeah Yeah, so I'm gonna talk to him about getting him on the show so we can you know get he can drop some knowledge for us you know um but yeah anyways um when it comes to those again shears you know I'm saying get your some tools I go through so many you know I'm saying and I'm I went through some shears from the first grow season. I got some new shears for the second grow season. And I'm, I'm always still looking for better tools to help the, the job. I, I actually bought this this trimmer, this actual like, um, it's like a trimming, it's like this circle, a big circle. And mm-hmm. then you basically, I haven't used it yet, guys. So you throw all the buds in there and then you like, you like, there's like a wheel on the top and you turn it and it's supposed to trim the buds. Apparently they... He this one this one this one grower that was in the that shop sounds like go on a hack yeah. job yeah and he literally said that he's like it's a hack job it's gonna fuck up all your flour don't don't use it <laughs> the best honestly That's guys like, remember in Wayne's World the suck cut from <laughs> I don't remember this reference because I I don't know it. okay but Ricky would though yeah Ricky okay would. shout no, out to Rick right he'll know this reference he'll be like <laughs> oh yeah. I You're won't. literally putting the suck cut on your fucking butt, but go on. Uh-huh. Literally, guys, the best way weed, the best way to trim weed is ham trimmed. That's the best way. You know what I mean? That's Any, the best that's, way. Honestly, anything done by hand is the best. Is the best. Right. Sorry, so, not sorry. It's gonna you take know? time. Your hands are gonna hurt. You're gonna get annoyed. You're gonna need to take breaks. Your back's gonna hurt. Get you some friends. Come bring some people over. Tell them, hey, I'll give you some weed. If you come and help me trim my weed, whatever. Um, but anyways, uh, once they're trimmed, this is another important part. Okay, guys, it's called the curing process. This is when you're going to get your jars, right? I recommend just eight ball jars, you know, with a screw off top. I used to like the, the, the jars that have the lid that's still attached to it. But the, the amount of times that you're opening and screwing off lids and like taking open, just, just get you a, a jar that you can screw the lid completely off. Let me tell you. Why? From ex- I trust me. I have uh-huh. lit. I have jars that have that lid on. It's just you'll see the difference. It's just there's when it comes to handling and moving around and doing your thing. Like uh, the, the jar the screw coming, off lids are the just screw off lids are just it, like so the ball jars guys like it's the brand ball B A L L. Those are those are great. They screw completely off. The same jar, the mason jars, like those type of jars. Mm-hmm. That's that's really popular amongst growers, and they're great. They do the job. They have airtight jars. Um, that way, it keeps the air from coming in and out of your jar. They're great for you know the same jars used for like canning. If you're gonna make canned tomatoes or canned yeah. pickles, same jars, right? Um, just anything that doesn't leak that has like an airtight um, jar. Um, curing should also be done in a room or a space that has stable temperature and humidity, right? Because you don't again, you don't want to be putting your your cannabis jars through any any like extreme heat or cold. Keep it keep it temperature you don't want to move them a bunch of places either Mm -hmm. keep it somewhere manageable um not muggy areas that are super humid is not ideal you're gonna get mold okay guys and the thing about it is it's this is important you worked so hard at this point you'd be so sad if you go to your weed and it's all moldy that's really sad right so the space should have a a a temperature um like a stable temperature and humidity uh, you know, light can also, you know, d- degrade terpenes. So just keep that in mind too. Um, it doesn't need to be like pitch black all the time, but just keep that in mind. You know, maybe it shouldn't yeah. be near a light. What about once you like when you? This might be a random question, but what about like once it is you've, you're drying, you've trimmed, 
it, and you've you've given it away to someone. If someone leaves it in the sun for a little bit, is that bad? Like, you should always store your weed somewhere dark. I wouldn't put it in the sun. Okay, you know what I mean. Just because, like you said, like it's it's the sun is powerful. The sun right, gave right, right. it. So it's going to affect it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right, so right. maybe don't have them sitting out in the windowsill type of thing. But yeah. like, you don't, they don't need to be like in a closet or something. Okay, they're not okay, that I sensitive. You. I got you. But just okay. like anything, even just, just double checking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just to make sure, you know, um, I then, don't store mine in a super dark place, but it's also not directly in the sun. That's either. fine. Okay, that's, that's fine. fine. It's not okay. that deep. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, don't overthink it. You know what I mean? It's going to be okay. But at the same time, it depending on how much you want to experiment, right? Maybe right. one year you're like, let me put them in the sun and see what happens. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm all about experimenting. You need yeah. to learn. And the only really way to really truly learn is by experimenting and trying it yourself. You know? True. You can go by other people's, you can go by other yeah. people's advice. But honestly, I learned weed from just doing it myself and trying it out. Yeah. Yeah. And making the mistakes and learning how to fix those mistakes, you know? Um, I wonder what your old coworker would say about you now. Uh, he's proud. Oh, you guys he's keep proud. in touch? Yeah. Oh, that's Shout cute. out to Julian. Um, my, Julian was a bartender that I used to work with at this dispensary I worked at. And he was a grower. And I like was like, teach me. And he's like, I can just do it. <laughs> and I always told him he should do like classes and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, it's not for everybody, you right. know, and now I'm doing a class. So I'm like, I'm hoping that he's proud of me. He's probably proud. I hope, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And then this is, again, you learn by experimenting, you know? Um, so when now they're in the, now you're, you have your cannabis in jars, right? And they're curing. This is really important. Okay. Get yourself some high growth meters. You can buy them by the, you can buy them by the set. Like they come in like six to 12 to, you know, and they're small. They're small. So they're little tiny hygrometers or little humidity readers. You're going to put them in your jar. Okay. Um, it's important because you need to monitor that. You know, um, when it comes to uh, the percentage, you want it to be, you want the humidity inside the jars, the sealed jars to be from anywhere from 55 to 65% high, um, on the hygrometer. Um, if it gets lower than that, if it's like super, if it gets less than 50% in the forties and thirties, you need to add some Bavita packets. So Bavita packets are little, you might've seen them and not even known it, right? Bavita packets are little brown squares. They're little humidity packs that you can put in your weed. I've, I think you might've seen them, right? Like in the, I'll show you if anything. Okay. Oh yeah, Those yeah, 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 yes. Okay. I know yeah, they have like forty five percent. They look like wet wipes, but they're not wet wipes. Yes, and they're uh -huh. they're little like containers, the, like the little package you get like when you order Chinese food, like the little like handy wipes. Yes, that's what it looks yes. like. Uh -huh. Or you know how when you get, when you buy something and there's that little that that little oh, white like the silicone. Yeah, it's like to collect all the yeah. you know. It's like that. Yeah. You put that in your weed to give it some humidity back right okay. so if you have a little dry weed and there's different types of bavita packs there's like big ones or small ones there's different temperature uh different um humidity one like the different ranges of the humidity yeah. you can give but i highly recommend getting yourself some bavita packs and that's when that's going to be towards the end when you're if your cannabis starts to get a little drier, though, okay. in the beginning, when you first cure it, it's not you're not going to really have it. if you dried it up, if you've if you've dried your weed and you've trimmed it like um, that's another thing is I've taken my weed down and it's still been a little bit moist. It's still been a little bit. It's like it's almost like it was like too soon. Right. But I was kind yeah. of in a rush to like hurry up and trim it. And you can tell because it'll read higher in the hygrometer. Mm. It'll be like in the 75 percent or whatever. So with that, guys, it's super important to burp your jars. You must Which burp is your like jars. letting the air out. Yes. You have to open the jar, take the hygrometer out, shake up the buds 
shake it out. Let all the air, you know, get through because you're also preventing mold, right? Okay. Yeah. So as it sits there curing, you got to let that moisture, you got to let it out. Otherwise, can you imagine if you just let it sit there and you never open it for like three weeks? Yeah. It's going to get moldy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you got to open the jar. You got to burn the Even regular weed, if you leave it in the jar, like if you leave it for too long, like you got to smoke it, guys. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's like, actually very true. Like, there's weed a- has an expiration date, it does. Right, it really does. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, and I'm not saying that it won't hurt you, it just will make you sleepy. It's yeah, going to turn into CBN. High. It's, it's not a good yeah, high. It'll make you tired. It'll turn into CBN, uh, which will be the ones to just make you tired. Which, again, if that's what you want for your weed, go off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Most people, though, they don't want to smoke it to that point. They want right. to make sure. They want to get it done before then. So, But, yeah, so basically, after you, you're, you're the first week of curing, you're going to burp your jars very often. Check your hygrometer, right? Make sure it's between 55 to 65%. Um, and when it comes to how long you cure... Now, this is debatable. Some of these uh, cannabis cup winning um, strains, these cannabis cannabis cup winning flower, ha- some of them have been curing for like s- three months, six months, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them cure for that long. You know what I mean? Wow. It just depends. Um, you What's know what I mean? your longest cure? I've done like a month or two. Okay. You know what I mean? Like at that time, they're ready. I'm smoking them. Shit. <laughs> I need right. weed. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's right, ready right. to smoke. At any point, guys, too, you can test it. So say you're like, a, a half a month in and you want to test your weed to see where it's at take a nug break it up smoke it see what happens see what happens see how you feel if you're like mm, maybe the high was it hit but then it it went away really yeah. quickly give it some time it needs to cure a little bit more you know what i mean that's how you kind of test that out so okay. yeah um but yeah and then so they just live in these jars you know happiest and then you don't want to overfill your jar right you don't want to fill it to the top guys if you're filling these jars up give it some space so you can have room to shake it out and get it some air and all that you know um it's important you know and then um yeah so then you're just going to be sitting there and it's going to be curing and you know just again store out of direct sunlight in a cool dry place so this is what it's you know is what it's recommending store in neutral containers like glass mason jars use hygrometers bavita packets to monitor the the control the humidity levels vacuum sealed jars and containers with minimal oxygen exposures really important um separate strains separate your strains to maintain individual uh flavor profiles don't ever put your strains together guys cure them separately you know True. and uh and just and date them you know what i mean mix and then label them i again i have my my app called bud so i monitor everything with a bud app so i i write the day i take them down i'm taking a photo i'm writing out today i just took down my my weed okay so it's it's helping me keep track keep track okay mm-hmm. yeah and that's really it guys and then wait after the curing stage is done take that bitch smoke. out smoke uh grind that bitch up <laughs> and smoke yo weed because you just spent months from depending on if you started in like may or april or you know till october no by the time it's by the time it's smokable it'll be like november december December. yeah you worked so hard guys enjoy your weed enjoy it all winter long yes and then and and it's very rewarding it's very rewarding because all the especially when you trim guys oh my god when you trim trimming was fun i'm not gonna lie see becky for me that was like so therapeutic thank god because i'm gonna need help again (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm gonna get in my bag this season though. Like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get you like, a sickening pair. Of I'm gonna scissors. wear Crocs. I want. I'm gonna bring like an ergonomic chair. Yes. I'm She's gonna, gonna clock in. Yeah. My gla My glasses. What? I think one time I came in and I didn't have my con. Yeah. I only had my contact. I was like, girl, I can't. But then I was like, I'll wear my glasses next week. Yes. And then the following week, I was like, bitch. Yes. We're in yeah, this. Yeah, you were you were trimming slab dreams. That was yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it's the love that goes in there, you know, because you're putting all that effort into it. Um, and yeah, it's just so rewarding, guys. So I, you know, let me know how it goes. Yeah. I'm so curious, guys. Keep us posted. Keep us posted. You can email us at kimboologypodcast at gmail.com. I would love to to read your emails about your your grow um your grow and how it wins. Um, you can always DM us on Instagram. Um, you know, uh, comments, you know, I'm, I need to be better about commenting back. A lot of people comment on my page and I just don't, but I need to be better about that. Sometimes yeah. I'll go back and I'll just like comment like days later <laughs> or months later and I'll be like, Hey, thanks for commenting. Right. Um, but any sort of feedback would be great. You know what I'm saying? Let me know how this was. Let me know if you enjoyed Medicate March and cultivate with Kimbo, all the four stages of the, you know, growing weed. Um, I break it down in four because it just, it just was helpful for my brain to break it down. But again, people teach in different ways um and yeah some of you guys i might see at the workshop in person so shout out to y'all uh becky will be there hey guys she'll be there infiltrating you know <laughs> in the way no she's playing would be high be high no she'll be great I, I would love to have you there just taking what it are you gonna have me do i don't know yet okay. we we need the help though in a yeah. sense of like it will be one of those situations yeah, where for sure we would love your help you know what i mean no doubt about it so we're gonna have a lot of prepping to do we have to put the soil in the, the jars and all that okay. stuff so what should i fun. wear that day get cute bitch if you want it mind you you're gonna take your shoes off we're gonna be okay. really comfy and cozy in there we're gonna be cozy bitch so like farming wear no bitch <laughs> like calice <laughs> Which I live for her farm fashion. She, she does have that. Like, that's a thing. She posts on her Instagram her farm fashion. Oh, my God. I love and that. And she wears all these cute-ass fucking clothes that I'm always commenting. I'm like, bitch, drop the link. Stop gatekeeping. She will not tell us where she gets her clothes. It's it's annoying. Because everything you know, she wears is so cute. No, bitch. Don't gatekeep <laughs> it. Share. Whenever people that's are like, that's true. cute, I'll tell them the link. I'll be like, go ahead. You know what it is as me as a bigger girl. There's been so many times I'm like, you, I know you don't want to give me a compliment. And I know you're looking at my outfit. And then you ask me where it's from. I'm like, fuck you. I like real brand new. Like, Hell, I don't remember. I don't mind. She's one of those. No, because it's bullshit. I guess for me, it's just different as a bigger girl. You okay. know what I mean? Well, why is that? Well, because sometimes I know people are looking at me like she shouldn't be this fucking cute. You know what I mean? That's the Fuck energy them. I get sometimes. And I, they're not I just they're not it. just like genuinely like want to know where you got it so they can buy it. They do want to know, but it it didn't it came off nasty is what I'm saying. Oh, when you know they what I mean? Yeah, or like people that have never like I remember one time there was this one girl, she never has given me a compliment. She wouldn't even like my oh, post but then she commented. she had the nerve to dm me to be oh. like hey i'm going to a wedding where do you think i should buy a dress oh okay well then fuck i her. got real shady with my answer too well, then fuck her. <laughs> i get that then i get that's what that. i'm saying okay, like okay, okay. i don't know what her experience is but i kind of respect it you know what i mean like who knows maybe she's her own stylist and she's maybe she's on like hey you know what you tea. want you want to know the tea hire me you know i'll dress that you. part that part okay yeah, bitch what if you get into fucking styling for the big girls bitch no I, I becky no that's another job yeah yeah and I, I love clothes i love dressing myself too much 
to make that work. You, you know what do, I like, mean? You like, a cute, like, reel well, of outfit of the well, day because for because I do you? it for my friends. You know what I what mean? What about, like, like, a get ready with me? Becky, like... Oh, I would do a, I'll do a get ready with me. Do one, bitch! Should I? Clock in on your Instagram. This bitch don't <laughs> clock... She don't post nothing on her shit, girl. This bitch don't <laughs> know... She'll never post no shit. She'll I be love on Instagram. She'll be on TikTok. Don't never post nothing, though. <laughs> just watching shit. I'm like, bitch, give the girls what they want. Should I? Okay, yeah. I'll do a get ready with me. I That'd be, be so fun. cute. Okay. okay bitch if you all right in and make, i'm always trying to get this bitch to do more work um it would be cute though i just know that people would love it and people okay. get their life watching all right i respect that because there's some people but that do we you, know do you understand my do trauma it. do you understand my trauma with it you know no, what i mean, I mean like that's where i'm like fuck you you know what i mean like you ain't shit but how about this instead of that flipping it on the bitch okay all right making a real get a get on with the me. girls featuring the bbw bitches and then literally <laughs> like being like oh my god and then you have all these followers are like get back i love what you wear like i love maybe you have a partnership maybe you're like true maybe that company that you were just telling me about the because you guys becky came in with a sickening coat today it was I so cute it was it. hot pink it's and it's like fle- it's like fl- it's like fleece it's fleece is a pullover yeah it's so cute and i was like bitch this is so cute she's like it's a plus size company it's Ma- in a- so the designer is marina rinaldi she uh designs plus size wear for women and it's like gorgeous italian luxury wear and guys i got this pullover on sale and so i'm like wearing it loud and proud and it's beautiful it's i love so it i love it i i I've gotten so many compliments it's on so it cute. already and I've had it for like literally I've worn it twice yeah. you know well uh-huh. like post that bitch I guarantee <laughs> you people are gonna be like bitch wait I love this and then like it'll be a thing and then like, you'll have the girls coming to you true sending you shit bitch true. talk about that this yeah. bitch is the ultimate consumer okay <laughs> I'm trying to help this bitch out because she can't help herself okay <gasps> oh my god so I'm trying to help you out, bitch. Let's have them come to you, though. Okay. okay Look okay. at me. Trying to get you to clock in. Look at George. He can't stand it. He's back in Estrella's spot. No, oh not Estrella's spot. Georgie, he's like, no, nah, this bitch, this is my spot. <laughs> Look at him. Um, well, guys, I really, really, honestly, genuinely hope that you enjoyed this. Yeah. Please give us feedback. Leave us some comments and, and subscribe to us. And um, yeah, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because you can leave comments on there, too. Um, I really do hope some some of you guys decide to grow something. I think it'd be really fun. I think it'd be you super know? cute. Yeah. Honestly, as someone who's reaped the benefits of Ke- of Kim's labor, it's the real deal. You it's too. Like, it's the real deal. Like it, your labor. This, this um yeah that yeah that's true, <laughs> but this 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 flower is special. You know, it's I saw this guy the other day. Um, online he's called like the, he calls himself the tomato man and he lives in chicago and he's all about promoting gardening and oh, he's, i love that wait yeah, really yeah yeah i want to follow and, him yeah and he literally talks about like how he's like you'll never if you get a taste of a tomato that you grew yourself bitch guys and listen he's bitch. not wrong he's not wrong because it's like biting into it's a sweet. dry aged steak almost that's been like you know cooked to perfection it's buttery you it's, get, it's sweet so, it's incredible okay and like my um, my mom gardens kim gardens so i eat a lot of like homegrown vegetables a lot and there really is nothing like it and mm-hmm. and it's wild because it's the same energy for cannabis you know oh, what yeah. i mean like yeah not that there's nothing wrong with dispensary weed at all you know what i mean i'm not saying that dispensary weed is its own thing but i don't know there's something about the energy of like 
smoking something my friend grew and put all this love into it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it just... This winter's been tough for me with grief. And, like, honestly, I feel like Kim's cannabis has gotten me through it. Come on now. I mean, that's special. Medicine. So, on, like, a spiritual level, like, I mean... If you're looking for motivation, because obviously this shit's a lot of work and Kim is, you know, uh, <laughs> it's a commitment. Guys. It's a commitment. Yeah. But I mean, the benefit of it is amazing. I mean, I I really do hope to grow at least one plant one day. I think yeah. I want to say I, I try and I did it. I know I don't have a green thumb. I obviously don't have the space to do it now, mm-hmm. but I want to do this one day. Bitch, if you can pull off growing weed, but you can grow anything because weed is... Even though it's like it'll grow, but there you saw, you heard you heard how much yeah, goes into I it. I think I think me getting into gardening would take like some serious lifestyle changes. Like I couldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, and maintain yeah. a garden. There's just no way. It's tough. You know, it's tough. I think that's gonna be like down the road. Yes. You know. Well, guys, leave us a comment, and um, we want to hear more feedback because we recently got some feedback. So <laughs> I have <laughs> my one uh, shout out to my massage therapist. She's awesome. <laughs> she literally was like, "You guys are like the Joe Budden." <laughs> like you're like, like like a girl version of Joe Budden. I was like, yo, I'm honored. I'm, I'm not. honored. I'm not. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't like him, so that's why. But <laughs> he's trash, bitch. Like trash. He's a trash person. So am I. Well, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Becky's the Joe Budden. Okay, she's the woman Joe Budden. I'm not. Um, but it was just great to get that feedback though. I appreciated it. It was just funny and I loved it. And I loved, (laughs) I loved her for just giving us that feedback. I generally was like, yeah, I was like, what do you think? Like, tell us what you think. And she was just like, you guys are like the Joe Budden. But like, I was like, yo, the Joe Budden for girls. I was like, well, okay. Didn't expect that. So, but, um, but yeah, guys. So feedback is really important. We really need it. We want to know what you guys, what we, what we're feel. giving. Yeah. What we're giving. Cause what we're are we gonna, giving? Uh, Cause if we need to adjust it, <laughs> like the Joe Budden podcast, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Cause one thing's for sure is that nigga's eating. All right. And okay. People, right. Are, people are listening. Okay. So that's another thing. And you know his name and you know his motherfucking name. So, um but yeah on that note guys um we need to get out of here what do you want to leave the people with beck i want to leave them with um don't make work your identity how about that that? let's take lessons from la roach and let's get into like what brings us joy and if and if i don't know and if and if work is work and you can't get out of it then stop making it a monster there you go you know what i mean there you go just pivot Pivot. Check at the throw. Check in and then check out. Pivot. You know what do I mean? like me? Quit that job. Get a new one. Start a new <laughs> career. That hey, it ain't That's never. Too. It ain't it's never late, late to go into a new right. career. It ain't never late. Nope. You ain't never late. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid because it it's it takes no. guts. But let me tell you, I've worked in many different <laughs> fields, and I love everywhere I've been, and I've, I've learned everything from every field. You I've are been who in. you are. You are who a you are. Combination of right. your experiences. If you're not happy, really think about it. If you're not happy, that's important with your, yeah, it's important because that's a job. It's a big part of your life. And if you're literally unhappy in that, you got to start to really reassess things, you know? True. Um, I'm going to leave the people with, because it's, we are, this is like the last of like women's history month. So I love being a woman, guys. I just think that, you know, women are amazing. We have so much power, you know, in us. We do. We are so passionate. We are so loving and caring and it upsets me that, you know, I see that womanhood is still being attacked. I literally saw there was like, I believe it was in Texas. Don't quote me on it, but I believe it was in Texas or Florida. Either one of those. It's always either Texas or Florida. <laughs> they were like, or Kansas. 
or Kansas, yeah. Um, they were like coming up with laws to prevent um, young women to learn even more about their um, cycles. Like it was. Well, about- you can't in Florida. You can't talk about your period. Thank you. They're trying to make pass a bill. They're trying to pass a Which bill. Which is yeah about it. When I saw that. <sighs> god i mean that was ter- that's terrifying terrifying you know like we already know no shit we literally already. just had an episode a few ep- about vulvas because yeah. no one talks about no them. one talks about it yeah and <laughs> and now they're trying to literally pass oh, a bill god. that you cannot talk about periods so guys what i want to say is that i'm a woman i identify as a woman my pronouns are she her bad bitch okay i love it you know what i'm saying and i will forever be very proud and honored and i will not be um you know i will not be censored you know i am on instagram twerking on showing my ass on a poll i don't give a fuck that's what i like to do i'm a woman i'm Mm -hmm. proud of it and if you have an issue with it you can unfollow me simple as that this is not a space for you it's not if you don't feel other if you feel otherwise about what she just said don't listen unfollow yeah and i'm okay with that engage don't engage need your listen but don't be a hater either don't sit there and fucking like uh report sex workers or report strippers because you feel a way about them showing their ass on instagram you know what i mean like that's a fucking problem too yeah don't be a troll let that person do them because guess what there are actual monitor monitor uh monitors or whatever the fuck people that actually that's their job to like look through the internet and take shit like that down right so as a woman that is proud to be a woman happy let me pop my pussy in peace listen and i'm teaching bitch and i'm teaching bitches to pop their pussy or what or if they don't have a pussy i don't care you know what i'm saying i'm making their pussies pretty literally and you make them pretty (laughs) yes and she sees many different pussies okay (laughs) so we're gonna leave that with you and it's happy um you know woman's history month and thank you again for joining us for medicate march yeah this is fun bye guys we love you guys and we'll see you guys next week bye Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. We'll shoot the damn dog.